So my neighborhood was on fire. I think it's going to be okay. I think we're going to be fine. It's 30% contained and the evacuation has been lifted. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the Jeffrey Epstein nonsense. Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? I don't think so. And that's today's White House Brief Go. So thank you guys. I appreciate you guys' uh, uh, appreciation for my, for, for my home. Um, like I said, it's been, um, it's been hard for me because my, my childhood home was in danger. It looks like it's going to be okay. It looks like 30%, uh, contained the fire is, and the, they, they've lifted the evacuation. So it looks like we're going to be okay. And, uh, and yesterday I was an, emo- I was an emotional wreck. Uh, but now it's been uh, it's been lifted, and I think we're going to be fine. So, just want to read some of the comments that uh, that people have given me, um, and I thank you for your support, and I thank you for everything you've given me because uh, it because it really is tough. Um, it's tough, and so I appreciate the comments that you guys have sent. Donald Camp says, "Man, John, my heart goes out to you, brother, and I'll pray for your home." Roy Andrew says, sorry for your neighborhood, but glad your family is okay. Susan F. says, I'm praying for your parents. I pray, I'm praying that they're safe. Nomad Janet says, we lost our house in Hurricane Harvey. I understand your pain. I have not been able to move back. It's just too upsetting. Gosh, I, I, I can't believe I, I can't imagine losing your home in a hurricane. Uh, I, it's just to, to, to me, you know, and I, I, I said this yesterday, I know it's just a home, but like, but to lose it and, and to just have your home just be demolished for me is one is, 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 is really, is really difficult. So, um, so Nomad Janet, I, I, I feel your pain. Kim Jackson says, I'm praying for you and your family, John, then you for your touching openness of heart. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't get emotional. You know, I, I don't. Um, I, I haven't cried since I was like nine. And then all of a sudden, I'm like sitting here like an emotional wreck. And I, you know, and, and I, I, I didn't know why it was happening to me, but it was, and uh, and we deal with it. Gary Silva says, "I'll pray for your family." Thank you, Gary. Uh, Mac Cheese, who? Where do these people get these names from? Mac Cheese says, "Bro, my heart goes out to you and your family. You guys have my prayers. Stay safe." Thank you, uh, Mac Cheese. <laughs> Mac Cheese. Um, and you know. Los Angeles is on fire and it's like nobody knows why and it's like and there's all of these fires there's fires in northern California there's fires in southern California and nobody can figure it out I had a list of um of fires in uh uh, in California and I meant to print it out but I did not um 
but you know there there's the getty fire there's the fire in brentwood there's the fire in northern california and all of it is on fire and this has never been the case before and it signals that there is a problem with the los angeles government there's a problem with the California government. And instead, they're, uh, they're worrying about um, giving people, uh, giving illegal immigrants health care. They're worrying about giving pe- the, the homeless problem, which they haven't addressed. It's incredible the problems that Los Angeles and California decides to address when there are actual problems. Like, I don't know, the fact that your entire uh, state is on fire. Maybe that's something you should address. Maybe that's something you should deal with before you deal with giving illegal immigrants health care. Just a suggestion. Just a little suggestion, small from me. It's incredible for me. It's incredible to me that the that the state that I grew up in, and and the place that I uh, that, that that my childhood existence was in is all of a sudden being neglected because you want to give illegal immigrants health care. I I I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's about. So. Um, before we move on to our next topic, which is Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, he killed himself. Oh yeah. He killed himself. That's definitely what happened in that prison. I want to thank our Facebook viewers for watching and let you know that if you are watching on Facebook, you should click the link, uh, at the top of the comment section to head over to my YouTube page because this live stream is about to end on Facebook, but we're going to continue over to YouTube. So click the link right at the top of the comments or search my YouTube page, John Miller, that's J-O-N, no H, J-O-N, John Miller on YouTube, where I will be talking about Jeffrey Epstein and how Hillary Clinton, did she do it? Did Hillary Clinton do it? Did she kill him? Maybe. So thank you everybody for watching on Facebook and I'll see you on my YouTube channel. All right. So this Jeffrey Epstein stuff. All right. So this Jeffrey Epstein stuff, uh, uh, it's just like everybody knows what happened. Everybody knows that the story that we are being sold, everybody knows the story that is being sold by the mainstream media is not real. Jeffrey Epstein suicided himself? Really? Really? That's what you're saying what happened? And so we have um, these stories that show that actually the forensic evidence shows that the mainstream media story that is being peddled is not actually real. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, says pathologist who witnessed autopsy. And they're saying the bone in his neck shows that 
what <laughs> that there's no way if you were to hang yourself that that's not actually what would happen that that's not actually how uh you would die if you were to hang yourself by suicide and that it was in fact a homicide and however the second pathologist hired by mr epstein came to a different conclusion having viewed the body and been present at the autopsy the day after epstein died and dr badden found that epstein had two fractures on the left and right sides of his larynx and he told the miami herricks that it is rare for any bones to be broken in a hanging let alone for multiple bones to be fractured so that's weird that's that that's not actually how how it's supposed to work when you actually hang yourself and yet we're supposed to sit here and believe that he, he that that he was suicided and hillary clinton sitting here hillary clinton sitting here saying i don't feel no ways tired uh, i mean was she did she have any responsibility jeffrey Epps, uh, epstein uh in, in this case, he added that there were hemorrhages in Epstein's eyes that are also more common in strangulation than in hangings. So what happened to this guy? Because we were told that he, uh, he, he, he hung himself. We were told that, that it was a suicide. And then all of a sudden, we have all of this evidence that shows that that's not actually the case. That's, that, 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 that's actually not what happened. There were hemorrhages in Epstein's eyes that are more common in strangulations than in hangings. So I, I think that it's fair to say there are some questions that need to be answered in this case. And is the Washington establishment, is the elite in Washington going to answer this? Because they have been trying to cover this up for ages. And there are some definite questions that need to be answered. Hemorrhages in Epstein's eyes. And we're supposed to sit here and just say, oh, well, we don't know. We don't know. Ah, may, may, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's fine. Uh, th this is ridiculous. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows how absolutely absurd this is. And yet we're supposed to pretend like this is completely normal. This is a joke. This is hysterical. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, all of the evidence points to the fact that Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself, and yet we're, we're supposed to pretend he hung himself with a, with a sheet in his jail cell? Uh, I mean, I can't. I can't with this. We're going to have to do some investigative reporting on this because uh, uh, it's just astonishing. 
that we have to sit here and pretend that this guy killed himself, that this was a suicide, when in fact everybody knows it was not. Everybody knows that it was a homicide. Everybody knows it. And yet we have to sit here and pretend that he hung himself. I, 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 I can't, I, I can't believe that, that, that this is the mainstream media line on this because everybody knows it's fake. Everybody knows it's not real. Everybody knows that it's a made up fairy tale. And yet we have to pretend that this guy hanged himself. I mean, if this, is, if this story does not get revealed, if this story is not actually able to be um, exposed, then what is? Because that, uh, this is the kind of thing that the mainstream media they're going to hide it. They're going to hide it. And that exposes the corruption of the mainstream media. And, and it's just, it, it, it is a, it, it, it's an, it's such a problem. It's such a problem that we have to pretend that this guy suicided himself when everybody knows he did not. If, if that doesn't show you the problems with the media, if that doesn't show you the issues with our mainstream media, then I don't know what does. Then I don't know what does. All right. So that's all we have for today. Thank you, everybody. Oh, I've got comments on Slack. Um, and Slack is the thing that we use... Um, where people say things, <laughs> where people say things. It's like a super chat. Okay, comments. So 501 Street Jackal says that through the power of memes, we will remind the normie. <laughs> where <are> they? <laughs> we will remind the normies that Epstein didn't kill himself. Thank you. 501 Jackal. Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. Anthony Conte says that the middle class uh, out of California. Um, okay. Anthony Conte says they want the middle class out of California. Yeah. In California, you've got the middle class. I, I, no, sorry. You've got the upper class. And then you've got the lower class, and then there's nobody in the middle. You've got the super rich who lives in gated communities, and then you've got no one in the middle, and then you've got the lower class, you've got the bums, you've got the homeless people who are struggling to get by. And the middle class who makes America what is great is non-existent in, a, in California. It's one of the most horrifying things that I can think of. Willet986 says the mainstream media are nothing more than operatives for the DNC.
I, I think that's right. I mean, how can you argue with that? How can you argue with that? that? I mean, you have these people who are stenographers for the left, who do the left's bidding. They're not reporters. They're, they're not objective journalists. They are leftists bidding for the left. And I think we all know that. And I think that the fact that they can go on and peddle their nonsense is an abomination. All right. I, I think the fact that they can get away with literally peddling leftist BS. It, it, it is it should it is an abomination. I, I, I mean, you know, I say this all the time. The fact that, you know, I say that I am a conservative journalist. All right. So I admit that I report news from a conservative point of view. The fact that you have these people who, who are purporting to be objective journalists is ridiculous. It, 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 it's, it, it's really, uh, I mean, the fact that they can sit there and say, oh, I'm, a, I'm an objective reporter. When you know they have an agenda when you know that the facts, facts that they are purporting to sell you are completely nonsense and they can sit there and say, oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm objective. I mean, we should all reject that because that is so, it, it's offensive. It's offensive. It, it, and, and, and I don't know how they can sit there with a straight face and sell you that. Bronx Beats says, shush or you will be next. <laughs> I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that, I don't know what it means. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to get me. They're going to get me. Come after me. Come and take it. Come and take it. Willet986 says that the mainstream media are nothing more than opera. Oh, I read that one already. Ride the Wave says, here is the real question. When is the last time anyone believed the mainstream media? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think ever. You know, you listen to like, you listen to CNN, you listen to uh, PMSNBC, you listen to those clowns, and you're thinking, okay, are people taking you seriously? Like, are you people actually taken seriously by the American public? No, no. I, I mean, I think, I I think that. Uh, that enough of the American people have turned them off. And the ratings show it. The ratings show it. CNN's ratings. Have you seen CNN's ratings? Essie Cup 
conservative with a bob. <laughs> conservative with a bob. She gets 7,000 views, okay? My views are exponentially higher than that woman's. And you have these people saying that this is, this is a respectable network. It's a joke. It's a joke. CNN is a joke. MSNBC, you know, um, so Rachel Maddow. I don't disparage Rachel Maddow because she says I'm a raging liberal. And here is my point of view. Fine. Fine. Okay. Uh, you know, that, that's, uh, that's so much more respectable than what happens on CNN where they say, oh, I'm a, uh, a, an objective reporter. And I'm just giving you the facts. Chris Cuomo, Anderson Cooper, all of those clowns. What's that, what's that chick's name? Poppy Harlow or something? Uh, Brooke Bald. Who's the, who's the one, Brooke Baldwin, who looks like she literally is pissed off all the time? <laughs> I mean, she, 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 I watch her and I'm like, who is she? Did, did she get divorced? Like, like what, what is happening with this woman? And they're, they're so angry and yet they purport to be these objective reporters. So I actually have more respect for uh, PMSNBC than CNN, where they pretend to be, uh, to, to be these re uh, objective reporters. It's so shameful what they do on CNN. All right, that's all we have for today. Give, what? What, what, what happened? Okay. Somebody gave us a hundred bucks. Magnus Arland gave us a hundred bucks. Are you mad? Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't, I don't know what prompted you to give me a hundred bucks. I certainly don't deserve it. But thank you. We appreciate you. All right. So that's all we have for today. Um, Thank you to everyone who participated in the super chat, even though there isn't enough time in the show to respond to everybody. I appreciate all of you taking the time to hang out and please feel free in the comment section to always drop us the ideas you want me to talk about on the show. We're always looking for ideas. And so this show doesn't happen without you. And it doesn't happen without people like Magnus Arland. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, dude. So I want to make sure we're covering the stories you care about. And don't forget, the White House Brief is available as a podcast. And today's podcast will have an additional segment. And I'll be talking about Elizabeth Warren's plan to spend $52 trillion on Medicare for all. And that's going to go live at 4.30 Eastern today. So head to iTunes, head to Google Play, head to wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. And I know everybody says to please like, rate, and review it. You know, that's, the, what, that, that's like the standard podcast saying. 
but it's because it's so important that you do that. It really matters because it really helps the podcast rise in the reviews. And for whatever reason, iTunes and Spotify and whatever, um, take that into consider considerable consideration. And so there are hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there and the search engines will only bring the ones with a lot of ratings and reviews to the top. So the search engines trust and value the input from listeners. That's you. And so if you love the White House Brief podcast, please do me the kindness of leaving five star reviews uh, and, 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 uh, and, and a subscription and a review. And thank you for watching and we will see you next time. And if you want, you're going to have to subscribe to the pro to the podcast to get the next segment. All right. So Elizabeth Warren is trying to spend all of this money on this Medicare for all nonsense. 50, what is it? 53 trillion bucks. 53 trillion bucks on this Medicare for all stuff? Is she nuts? I think so. I think she is. Like all of the Democrats, like all of these people who want to take your money and spend it down the drain. I mean, this is insane to me. This is insane that the fact that these people want to take 53 trillion, not million, not billion, trillion, and spend it on nonsense like Medicare for all, which has been bankrupt for I don't know when. I mean, this system, this system is going bankrupt and they're saying, oh, it's working like a charm. Really? Are you people nuts? Yes. And this woman is probably going to be the nominee. This woman is probably going to be <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden. That guy is not going to be the nominee. That guy is not going to be the Democratic front runner. Are you, sh are, are you kidding me? Joe Biden, he doesn't know where he is. Joe Biden has no clue what's happening. And so I, I, I think Liz Warren is going to be the nominee. And here she is talking about, I want to spend 53 trillion bucks on Medicare for all, a system that we all know is going to be bankrupt. Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. And, you know, and, and this is a woman who we all know is an insane socialist. I mean, this is a woman, she believes in the Green New Deal or the New Green Deal or whatever it's called. She believes in the fact that socialism is something that will propel American, uh, America into prosperity. I, 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 this, uh, it's insane. This is a woman who is, a, who is an avowed socialist. She's the female version of Bernie Sanders, and yet she believes that this, this project will actually propel her into the nomination.
It, it, it makes me sick. It makes me sick. It's, it, uh, it's this, this idea that socialism is something that can thrive in America is sickening. We will never be a socialist nation. We are capitalists. We believe in the free markets and it is, it's not a perfect system, but it's the best system that we have ever seen. And it has lifted the most people out of poverty. And the system that Elizabeth Warren is promoting is, uh, it, 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 it keeps people down. And so th this idea that we should uphold her as the nominee in the Democrat Party is an abomination. I, I, I don't know what else to say about a $53 trillion program from Elizabeth Warren. You know, it's like the, the, the housing program, which she also believes. The housing program, which is going to give everybody a free house. <laughs> They're going to give everybody a free house. Do you know what havoc that would wreak on our economy if you gave everybody a free house? It, it would destroy everything. It would destroy our economy. It would burn our economy to the ground. And that's not an exaggeration. There, there's an article in the Wall Street Journal that, that explains how this would work because the, the budget for that would be bigger than the military. It would be bigger than every discretionary funding that we have. And so this idea that we're gonna give everybody a free house, it's just an abomination. And so obviously we reject it. Obviously, we oppose it. Obviously, we think it's a joke. And the fact that people like Elizabeth Warren, you know, who is following the footsteps of Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez, is, is following this, is a joke. And the fact that socialism is taking hold in the country is horrifying. So... Uh, I, I think it's fair to say, as conservatives, uh, maybe we're not for that. Maybe we don't think that's such a good idea. Maybe we think that that's an awful idea. And I don't think that's radical. I don't think that that's uh, uh, ridiculous. In fact, I think that that's upholding the ideas that the country was founded on. I think it's upholding the ideas that most regular Americans believe in and the people who believe in frickin' socialism are the insane ones. And that's all I have to say about that. Thank you for watching the White House Brief and we will see you next time. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.